to Mary's Seat of Wisdom Podcast Quarantine. This is Deacon Kevin Blindauer again. I'm also here with Father Ron Kalis, Pastor Emeritus. And uh, Father Ron, you were the third pastor at Mary's Seat of Wisdom. Welcome, Ron. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Good to be with you. Ron, I had another running story. Uh, last week I was running with uh, not only my buddy Amy, but we were running with my friend Tom, and uh, Tom was sharing with us a story about how we, when he went to Pepperdine University, uh, he would go to church that was nearby, and he would talk about all the the, the movie uh, actors and actresses that he went with. Uh, he named Carol O'Connor and Farrah Fawcett and Brian O'Neill and a bunch of others, and um, we we're like, okay, that's kind of it's an interesting story. We got 13 miles to kill. We're, we're looking to fill time here. And I said, well, what's the name of your to the church? He goes, well, our, our Lady of Malibu. And my friend Amy, we just kind of chuckled. We're thinking, okay, he's he's got to be joking. It's like, no, that was the name of the church. And, you know, I went and Googled uh, the titles of Mary. Now, depending on what research you, you're using, I counted at least 363 titles of Mary. And of those on this one website, 296 started with Our Lady of um, and it got me thinking about when I say, you know, I find myself in times of trouble, like the, the, the music, the song, Let It Be, I need assistance, or guidance. And I love to pray to uh, Mary, the untire of knots. And if you look uh, the story about Mary untire knots, it's a great story about a, a nobleman uh, who was in trouble with his marriage. And uh, and lo and behold, his marriage came around. You have to look up the story, because otherwise it will take up the whole podcast. Um and I started thinking about all these different Marys, Ron, and this is a long-winded way of getting to a discussion about prayer. It got me to thinking about prayer, because I like to pray to Mary, to Mary, undoer of knots. Um, and about prayer in, in general, Catholics love to pray. I know most Christians like to pray. Most other religions like to pray. So today I thought we'd talk in general about Catholic prayer, some ideas that you have about prayer, um, and maybe how do you get started? So the most simple definition of that is just to quiet yourself and open yourself up to something greater uh, or higher, so to speak. Because, uh, Kevin, we all are people in need. We need help. We uh, maybe don't use the word prayer, but if my if, uh, plumbing is in trouble, I'm going to pray to a plumber to come to my house and repair things. The same thing with other things in our life. And I know you because you're involved in court situations. That language kind of gets into documents, too. Uh, it's been there for ages. Uh, you're, you pray that the judge might look favorably on your case or, or things such as that. So it's, it's a word that has wide, wide meaning. But for Christians, it's specifically... Lifting the mind and the heart to God. Uh, well, I know that uh, the catechism, and I know the Father Tim and Father Derek mentioned the catechism, so so many folks have been heard that bannered out about a little bit. It's interesting, in the catechism, really at the end of the day, they quote St. Teresa of Lesseur, uh, that prayer is a surge of the heart. It's, it's a simple look turned toward heaven, is a cry of recognition and love embracing both trial and joy. And I think that essentially the catechism states that it, prayer is the essence of our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I was talking to a gentleman just uh, last night. His mom died uh, of the virus, and he was unable to see her. 
uh, for weeks, and that was so hard for him. Uh, you know, he couldn't be with the loved one. Uh, and so that was troubling him, and he and I had this conversation. And I said to him, you know, quiet your heart, quiet your heart. Speak to the Lord about this. Ask God to help you understand that your mom does not think any less of you because you couldn't be present to her during this time. Uh, somehow start to listen, pay attention, and God will give you a message here of some sort to calm your nerves, to calm your hurt, and to calm your sadness. Uh, so I think that's just one example of this, that when we're in these terrible situations, we will normally lift up our prayer to, to that higher power. And for us believers, it certainly is God or to this, uh, Mary or the saints who are intercessors for us and help us along. Um, and that can help, I think, deal with some of these very difficult issues that are present to us in our lives. And we hear people forlorn or seeking answers uh, and, and nothing's happening. What would you say to that? Well, I think the answers come in various uh, ways. Uh, you know, it's not going to be uh, somebody tapping you on the shoulder and saying, oh, oh, you're praying? Here's what God has to tell you, and I'm, I'm kind of speaking in God's name. It doesn't happen that way. I think what happens is you, you can go into yourself and just stay open, and you listen, because it can come to you in many ways. And Scripture, you know, validates all this, because... Uh, even that parable of the wicked judge and the woman who keeps badgering him for justice. Remember what he says? Uh, I've got to get rid of her. I'll give her what she needs uh, just to get her off my, my case. And Jesus used that parable uh, to see that justice comes in different ways, even though you don't expect it. Uh, and even this judge was moved to do the right thing for this woman because <laughs> She was on his case. So I think we have to stay on God's case and keep asking. And then we begin to be quiet and start listening. Uh, because then something will come. We do believe in the saints praying to Mary, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I think that's one component that's different about Catholic prayer. So could you expound a little bit more on, you know, I think the wedding feast at Cana is a great example of that. I think you mentioned about different skill sets that we we don't have in our lives we hire someone out right a plumber or a lawyer or someone else mm -hmm. those are kind of intercessors what you say about yes. that Ron? right there they are right uh, again you're a lawyer i don't know a lot about the law but if i'm in a scrape of some kind uh i need help so i reach out and that's been our tradition too uh in in the church and we had these people who were good friends of god who walked through life uh, learning to, trusting, uh, and uh, passing that on in, in things that they said and things that they wrote. And so we kind of like to go to those people because they had this relationship with the Lord, maybe not as great as ours. And so we ask them to walk the journey with us and uh, present our prayer before the Lord. But, you know, Kevin, you can always go to God direct. That's not a problem. Uh, I always like to think that we have pictures in our homes of our families and our friends. And we look at them once in a while and we remember those people, how they walked with us in life or how they are still walking with us in life and what a difference that makes. And I think that kind of fulfills that definition of these intercessors or saints that journey with us 
and pray with us to the Lord. Kevin, you know that the Psalms, and you and I are acquainted with it through the liturgy of the hours, some of the Psalms have some harsh things that people say to God. Uh, and um, so that's all part of this. Because so Psalm 77, you know, we talked, so that was great. Psalm 77 is, mm-hmm. you know, where they're crying to God. I almost feel like they're yelling at God. Yeah, right. Like mentioned earlier. Right. And, and uh, you know, we just went through Good Friday. And uh, the scripture there has Jesus proclaiming the first words of Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So if you read that psalm, it starts with that very heavy notion of you're in dire straits. Where are you, God, when I need you? And it should go through that long psalm. You see how, the, how his prayer begins to change and hope takes over. And he commits himself then to God's grace and goodness. Uh, these are beautiful uh, uh, pictures of prayer that we have in our own scripture. So let's wrap this up by saying, you know, if, if I haven't prayed in a while or I'm struggling to pray, what words of advice would you give someone? Well, I, I mentioned to you the other day that I uh, I love to watch these little excerpts that uh, Bishop Bob Barron has on YouTube. Uh, and folks, you can go to that, YouTube, Bob Barron. And he has a little five, six, seven-minute segment, sometimes longer, on many different things. And one of them was on prayer. He has five steps to being able to pray well. And the first one is take time. Set a a time aside each day. How long? Well, could be six minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes. Uh, I think you have to kind of experiment with that because we're so distracted and it's hard to focus. We have to build that focusing, and that takes a while. But you need to set a time aside in the morning or at night, perhaps, uh, when things quiet down. Uh, and then the second thing he talks about is finding the center in your life. What, what is it that draws you together? Where do you go uh, when you're in some situations, you know, to quiet yourselves and go within to yourself? Uh, you are a runner. You know, you have to go to the center somewhere somewhere. Uh, to pay attention to what this is about and that helps you to connect and to focus so that's that second step and then when you pray you have to be honest uh you can't uh, hide things from god uh no holding back say what you need to say be uh, open about your life if you're messing up then admit that uh you, know, you have to be that open with the lord and then we mentioned this a little bit ago about listening listening because god will speak to your heart in some way or other something you hear something somebody says to you something that you see on tv something you read in a magazine or a newspaper suddenly it will dawn on you yes this pertains to me and the last one that he talks about is that we have to learn to cultivate silence we are we live in a noisy culture I know people, I've gone into people's home, there's television sets on, blaring, nobody's looking at it. It's noise, it's noise. Uh, uh, and we have to kind of begin to take ourselves away from that distraction and be comfortable with the silence. It takes time because we're so acclimated to noise and activity that it's going to be unnerving for a while. But if we trust in that and learn how to do some of that, then this is going to help the whole process of prayer. 
So those were his five steps, his recommendations. Well, Ron, you know, he suggests that uh, to our listeners, if they have any questions, you know, certainly send us an email. If you have any thoughts about prayer or thoughts about any of the subject matters, certainly invite anyone that's curious uh, to look up the Alpha Group. I know they're still rocking and rolling. I think they're doing it via Zoom. You could check on the Mary Seat website. Um, but there's there's a ton of information out there regarding prayer. So, Ron, how about closing us out with a prayer? All right, Kevin Evans. Kevin, thank you for uh, inviting me to join with you. This has been a great experience for me. Thank and, you, Ron. Uh, and I've got a few comments from folks uh, who said they appreciate the fact that we're sharing with them and the other people on the podcast as well. Um, so that's that's a blessing too. Lord God, we thank you for the gift that you have given us, the relationship that we have with you, because we truly are yours. And help us, Lord, not to be afraid to open up to you and to speak to you from the heart, to be honest about our lives, to be honest about our anger and know and trust as we read in scripture that you never turn away from those who make an honest prayer to you. And all these things we ask this day through Christ the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ron. Have a great day. Thank you, Kevin. Take care, Mary C. Ciao. Mary C's Quarantined is a Mary C's of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.